We are back. <laughs> Finally, after two weeks, ladies and gentlemen, episode 37 of Long Winning Spiel. Hey, uh, Sorry for the delay. Um, there's a huge uh, transition um, of uh, work that I had to get adjusted to uh, with this new position. So, um, but yeah, but we're back. Here we are, uh, as always. Mike G here. Mike G. And we got Roadhouse back. We got Matt. Road. Roadhouse Rodick. He's back. Here right, we go. Man. Um, we are fresh off the um, unfortunate loss <clears throat> of the uh, Dodgers. Los Doyers. Los Doyers. We just uh, finished Game 7 maybe, what, 30 minutes ago? Yeah. Something like that? 30, approximately. Probably about yeah. 37 minutes ago. 37 minutes ago. Approximately. Uh, right. <laughs> the guesstimation. Yeah, right. It's, yeah, we're, we're, that's a roundabout number. Um, so uh, we just watched the game. Sad. I mean, I'm not a big baseball guy, so I can't like. I'm not too invested, but it is it is a bummer. I mean, I, I live in LA. I'm not a, a Doyer fan by any means. Uh, Doyers, but uh, I mean, I, I do have friends that are uh, Doyer fans, yeah. and I just feel bad for for them right now. You know? Yeah, it's a bummer. It's definitely a bummer. Um, I feel yeah. very sorry for them. Very very sorry. <laughs> yeah. They just don't we're know what it's like right to be World Series champions. Like like <laughs> it's a. It's, like a, the it's just a shame they don't know what it feels like. Like a true true coach fan <laughs> now. Yeah. Yeah, right. No, I'm talking shit, but really, I do. That that's a bummer, man. I know what it feels like to go there and you know drop the ball. So it's, to speak. it's oh, uh, no shot, shots fired already. But anyway, <laughs> uh, I will say that the silver lining uh, for any Dodger fan mm-hmm. <clears throat> listening right now is that you will. Also, be able to say that you were a part of probably the greatest World Series, one of the greatest World Series of all Except time. Except for Game Seven. Game Seven was a fucking <laughs> snore fest, to be the, honest. Yeah, yeah, it was like it was <laughs> so. Oh my like, goodness! Like, like you, every Darvish game was kind of, great. You know, the storyline mm-hmm. was like you, Darvish, kind of just sucked, and then uh, the rest of the game was like the Dodgers won nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like once everyone started talking about the whole ball genetic thing going on. Do Everything changed. Do Everything changed. I, I don't know if it's... if I remember there was an article online, but some of the... Uh, Alex and Teddy were showing me that this... Basically, both teams were saying they thought the balls were juiced in some way. That they were either plumper or smoother somehow. That made them fly better or faster somehow. Right. And that was like... The result of that was all the home runs that were hit. Right. This this record-breaking uh, World mm-hmm. Series with the record-breaking home runs. And 24, also... 24, 5 home runs, some shit like that. Yeah, it was... and I, But there was a... I think one to two more tonight. I don't know... Yeah, jeez. Uh, so, at least one more. I know what I saw one. I tuned in at, in the second inning. It was already 2 nothing. I was like, oh, shit. This happened fast. But, uh, yeah, it's... And also, I think they, they set a... Don't quote me on this, but I feel like there was a, a almost a record-breaking number of home runs hit in the regular season. Uh, something along those lines. Maybe I'm definitely in the World Series. I don't know. Definitely in the World Series, but I think there was a shit ton. Of, no, actually, I don't. Maybe I'm lying about that part. Mm-hmm. Don't no, lie, Mike. No, no, no. This is. I'm I'm I'm, I'm fusing two different things. I'm fusing uh, the World Series and uh, that that Yankee kid that broke uh, McGuire's home run record. That was the home run. Yankee kid, which what? Which one? Uh, Judge, the the huge fucking outfielder. Uh, he broke Mark McGuire's rookie uh, home run record of like fifty one home runs or forty nine. I fucking don't quote me on the numbers yeah, right now. But, <laughs> <I'm not laughs> fucking, how recent is that though? 
How recent was mm-hmm. the uh, McGuire rookie? No, year? no, no. I'm talking about the the kid that broke it. Oh, it was this year. This year. Yeah, oh, that's shit. what that's what I'm saying. I, I fused those oh, two I things see. together. I think, and that that could be what I did. I got you. Uh, but you know, it's it's one Google away, folks. So you know, whatever. <laughs> Pick, you know, like and there's just a genuine conversation here. Yeah, right. But okay, anyway. Google. Thank okay. you. Say. Isn't that all right? Now I need like, to figure hey, out. Hey Alexa, you're tell me the definition of. I'm like, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be back, folks, in about 47 seconds with the, uh, if this was the most home runs hit this year. Well, let me we just see. unlock my phone with my eyes really quick. We shall <laughs> see. No, nice really. yeah. I wasn't too invested with the uh, the whole, I mean, again, baseball isn't one of the sports that I really follow, but this was the most exciting World Series that I've ever noticed. I mean, I, I it's not like I follow it, but... Last year was definitely better, but this is my opinion. <laughs> yeah, well, your team won, though, so I'm sure that's it was a better. good point. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. I mean, if, if the Dodgers would have won, I'm sure. I mean, first off, if they would have won in that eighth or ninth inning, it would have been a much more incredible game because they would have come back from a what a four run deficit or some shit like that. It was one to five. It's five nothing. Five nothing, and they ended up scoring one run in what the sixth or the in seventh. Sixth inning. The yeah. Sixth inning, and then and that was their chance to come back, man. It right was, there. dude. <clears throat> Such a bummer. That was definitely their chance, and that just yeah. slipped right through their fingers. Yeah. But like I was saying, dude, if if they would have come back, it definitely would have gone down as one of the greatest, probably the greatest comeback and seven game series in baseball history. I mean, shit, every game was exciting, including this. If that would have happened, the seventh, yeah. and then to come back from that kind of a deficit, it would have just made I don't know for a better story. But that's not what happened, dude. Right now, the Angelos lost. We're probably writing right fucking now. So we should look that up on Fox News 11. Right? We should go down there. Fuck See it's going there. Yeah. You want to ride the train? Yeah, let's ride the train down there. Stop by, have a cocktail. Ah, uh, yeah. See what's up. It's only... Gosh, it's so early. We I should know. do that. It's not even 10, right? Or is it 10? Almost. Yeah, just about. We still have to get some tacos, ladies and gentlemen. I cannot wait. Yeah. And then we're going on a night hike, too. Night hike. Fuck yeah. Get that night hike in. Should that be a lot of, of year. fun. Yeah. Night hike time. That's right, year. dude. Fucking Deadwood, here we come. Ladies and gentlemen, you have no idea what Deadwood is, but believe me, this place exists. And there are no rules in Deadwood. Everything is legal. <laughs> Everything. There's one rule. There's only one rule. What's that? Well, we can't talk about that. We can't talk about that. That's a good point. Uh, well, okay. te- yeah, technically, it's not a rule. Guideline. All right, so I'm looking up uh, baseball almanac. I'm still on that home run shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, so it took me a while to actually get to the goddamn website. All right, mm-hmm. all right. So since uh, since it's been recorded in 1901, uh, this is uh, baseballalmanac.com source. It looks like the most home runs in. All right, so the most home runs in National League history. Uh, yeah, the most home runs in National League history here will be in year 2000 with uh, 3,005. Oh, shit. So that's the most home runs in National League history. The most home runs in American League history would be in 2017, and that would be 3,170. Now, the overall, the most home runs hit in a single season will be this year, 2017, like I stated, 6,105 home runs hit. Damn. So new balls, man. I did not fuse anything. I yeah. actually nailed that one. And that's amongst the entire, amongst the whole AL both, right now. Both AL and NL wow. combined. Wow. So combined new both balls. Of them. 
Telling you. Yeah, that's why it's uh, that's the highlighted part too. Is that's what MLB is finally shaving its balls. I think so. They I mean, it kind of it kind of <laughs> good. Telling feeds, you, feeds to your point yeah. that uh, they could be juicing the balls. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 it makes it more exciting. Yeah, they just like sprinkle one or two here and there throughout the game. Not yeah. all of them are like that. No, just I, think, like, I think there has to be consistency. Like a like, little like, coconut oil like on Like Tom, Tom Brady's <laughs> deflated balls had to all be somewhat deflated for consistency, right? Uh, possibly. If, if, you're gonna, if you want to raise that much suspicion, if they're all like that. If you're going to cheat, you got you to... Well, I mean, and that wasn't done by the organization, though, either. That uh, was done by the team, right? Deflategate was done by the ball manager. Right, and, and who the, the ball managers work gate? for. Is that what they're calling they it? They work for the team. Okay, but what we're talking about with the balls, though, I'm just like comparing and contrasting. A lot of, a lot is of balls with the MLB on this episode. Is the, I think there There's are, a lot of balls in this room right now. Yeah. Ball, this is a ball-rific <laughs> conversation. That's right. Ah, oh, did I say that? <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm, I'm a couple beers in again. Couple, yeah, you're fine. You're fine. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, it could have been. It, it it could have been that they just want to make it, or it could have been the um uh the 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 MLB because I mean they want to make it more exciting. They want well, to bring yeah, more people. The ball manager is the guy that wants to do it, but I mean, or it started off in that area, right? In the area where they make the baseball. <laughs> I'm trying not to say balls. I was like, yeah, I was wondering where they're gonna go. Like that. wherever they make these fucking these balls, shit. I, I have to say it. There's no other way to say it. The combo now. Yeah. Uh, whoever's in charge of it, like, there had to have been a big wig that decided to make that call, right? Like, somebody. Super big wig. Maybe not. Maybe. There's money in Vegas. There's enough money, like, yo, let's fucking, uh, let's make this shit more, more exciting. Let's add in 25 balls. I think that it has to do with, with, uh, the ratings. I think that's, that's the, probably the best yeah, hypothesis. For sure. It's like, you know, kind of like what we were saying, like, hockey changed, changed the rule. I forget what the fucking rule change was, but, uh, they changed the rule to increase the scoring. Uh, lots of sports have been known to uh, do certain things to either expedite the game or make it more fan friendly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it makes sense. Uh, yeah, it, it makes sense to do that. Who's talking about how football did that too, where they're trying to protect their quarterbacks more, trying to they, protect the investments of the quarterback, yeah. trying to mm. in, protect the receivers. There's also uh, there's been a big argument to say that. Uh, they're trying to make it more mother friendly. And that might sound weird, but uh, all these injuries that are happening, all the big hits and everything, it's mm-hmm. making you know mothers uh, take their kids out of football, and parents in general take their kids out of football. So they're losing the best athletes to other sports like basketball and baseball, where you mm-hmm. can make more money and less injuries. And uh, yeah, so it's it's kind of like a long term approach to you know making sure that the the talent stays in the league. Yeah. Is, is my take on it. Mm. You see that? So, and with all the, the new eyes on on the sport with fantasy football, there's a lot more fem- there's a lot more female uh, viewership, mm-hmm. I believe. So, uh, yeah, that's just my guess. Trying trying to make it uh, more uh, palatable for both things. Yeah. So, yeah, that's where, that's my take on it. All right, solid take. That's my take. Uh, for all those moms out there, just know that your son is in good hands. Yeah, there's all these new rules. There's going to be new rules. Yeah. Receivers <laughs> are protected. Quarterbacks are protected. Them. <laughs> you have like a From practically to a strike zone where you can strike the quarterback in the pocket. If you can't, okay. like, you literally cannot tackle the it's quarterback. It's going to go to two hands on back. I'm calling it right now, bro. Two hand touch her down. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I touched you two hands. No, you didn't. You only got me with one. Instant replay. We're going to go yeah. to the review. Right, we're gonna Let's go, go to the booth. It's going to happen. We're going that way. Oh, my booth. God. It's going to happen. Oh, no, look. He got right, him right. with a finger. T- it's got to be. Yeah. 
how many fingers will have to touch in order for it to count as a second how, hand? I mean, if you were the ref, what, what, what's what's your call what, on that? It would have like, to be three, right? Because you round three up. on each hand. I'm gonna say five. Three dude. on each hand. So five be, I'm saying full, five fingers full contact. Five fingers on on the to back to be a full hand contact. It needs to be five fingers. Finger at least contact. five fingers. So at least that. Right? So the palm be, yeah. be touching. But would it be all ten at once, or can it be like no all ten at once? Five. No, it has to be because you could do one, two, three, four. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that'd be a really funny way to tackle somebody yeah, that like yeah. fell down. You're so slow. Well, whenever you want to get I'm up, I'm thinking Mr. that you're like chasing <laughs> someone down. Like you're, you're so much faster than this person that they're trying to run to the end zone, and you're like behind them. Like you're so fucking slow. I'm gonna count <laughs> to ten <laughs> with these <laughs> fingers, <laughs> and then I'm gonna tag you with both hands. Yeah, my coach. That'd be interesting though, playing that. I, dude, flag football was probably the most annoying because <laughs> I remember playing wow. and being fucking so much farther along the person chasing me. But because I have an extra foot behind me, this fucking guy could grab me. Yeah, I have a tail. Yeah. And not not even a foot. I have a foot plus this guy's extra foot of an arm reaching. So I'm 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 ahead by two feet. I was going to say, I was like... In tackle football, he would have fucking never caught me, for sure. I was like, when you said you were so much further ahead, I was like, well, a you, foot, you were... A foot's not well, much. But like, the flag, though. You have the there. flag plus the arm. And sometimes, so, sometimes there are longer flags, too. It's like a foot and a half flag. Dude, the kids, uh, kids in my school used to wrap them around the belt to make them shorter. Yeah. 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 Fucks. And it's hard to fucking pull it off. <laughs> yeah, and it's hard yeah. to pull it off. I remember once remember having a tie, game... People used to tie them on. Yeah, yeah, everybody cheated. Everybody, everybody cheated. Yeah, doing? everybody. Flag football you know was how you By how you learned how to mm-hmm. cheat. And <laughs> yeah. like, that was like the first game where you could really do some cheating shit, oh, like flag sure, guarding man. and shit. The flag guarding was definitely oh, a thing. Yeah, yeah. I actually, yeah. I remember at some point there was a transition where they stopped using the ones with the Velcro that would rip off, and it was actually the the flags that were sewn onto the belt, but the belt was a plastic clip. The clip they, one, the yeah. The clip one. Yeah, you yeah, just yeah. clip it on so you couldn't like wrap the flag around. It was like a whole thing. And I was really hard to tie the clip on to where it would like you like the same way you would tie a flag to keep it from ripping as easily. Mm-hmm. You couldn't tie the clip in that same way because it was like a different setup. Mm. But I mean people got got clever with it, but it still wasn't the same. Yeah. I th- I mean obviously they brought that on because that was an issue, the Velcro thing. The rolling the flag and doing that, yeah. but um, I remember once um, playing with a with a group of kids, and whenever I've ever, I mean, whenever we played football growing up at the park, every time was tackle. Like this is what you played. It was yeah. just you know, you're first off, you're like 10, 11 years old, so you don't think about injuries. You're no. just fucking. What is you're like, I'm gonna wreck this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna wreck him at full blast because yeah. we're ten and, and just, you know yeah you're just like, listening to your hormone monster. yeah exactly yeah. Right. You're going, you're going full blast is what I'm trying to say and uh, but there was this, yeah, this is one game that I played with with the group I just I moved to it to another uh, to a new area in Bakersfield and then uh, I was like ten eleven and we, we all met at the park like any other Saturday and then um, these kids were playing uh, playing football so I, I played a pickup game. But these kids literally took off their shoes, and some of them played barefoot. Other ones played with just no socks. They took off the shoes, took the socks off, and used socks as flags around their wow. around their shorts because they didn't want to play tackle football. They were like, "No, let's not play tackle because you know we don't want to get hurt." And I'm like, "What? <laughs> get hurt? Like, I just at that age, that just doesn't make sense to you. You're like, that makes no sense at all. Why are we going to play this way? <laughs> so we actually played a game of flag football with socks. Like, we used socks as flags. and On cement? 
No, we're in a park. Okay, on the grass. Okay. Yeah, on the grass. Yeah. Sense. That's why it makes it even weirder. If we were on cement, maybe it'd make more sense if you want to tackle somebody on concrete. Right. But we, I've done that too. Yeah, there's, there's, <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, there's yeah. been some extreme oh, games. Yeah. I've done that up. too. Again, know? this is when we were like 11 and 12. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. definitely. Silliness too. I don't know. Weird fucking moment in... Those games yeah, always end with somebody was, getting was so hurt, weird. weirdly enough. The ones on the cement. What about... I mean, do you... Is, are you not going 100%? No, you're going 100%. <laughs> Damn. Only, only the people going... These, this is nutty. Like, Andrew... Shout out to Andrew Olson if you're, if you're ever listening to this podcast. But yeah, he was... Yeah. Uh, there was... And my, my brother. It was a bunch, bunch of people that would get together and, and play some really tough... You know, it wouldn't be like you're taking each other's heads off. Yeah, we, no, it's not like you could sure. generate enough power at that age, but yeah, you could do it. It's probably live at 100%, right? You yeah, exactly. You really it was, hurt him if you wanted to. It was like a mixture of that resilience and also mm-hmm. just, you know, trying to... It's like somebody came up with a really bad idea and nobody was, like, smart enough <laughs> or, like, bold enough to go, like, yeah, let's not do that. Let's go under the grass. It's, like, 10 feet over there. But, yeah, we, we played some, play some tackle football at Edison Park. Uh, on the cement, on the good for you kids, man. Nobody got hurt. Oh, we got hurt. Else. That's what I'm saying. I'm it's talking like, about like serious injuries. No, 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 no. I'll actually probably, I actually just block that out if somebody did. But I'm sure somebody like broke an arm or two. You know what I mean? <laughs> block it out. Didn't happen. <laughs> didn't happen. Didn't happen to me. Fuck them. <laughs> I'm gonna keep playing. Still clicks, but yeah. it feels better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm just listening yeah. again. Well, then, I mean, monster at this point. Yeah, right. there you go. That fucking monster. I'm gonna keep referencing it now until. Yeah. Uh, so uh, just just to, to bring it full circle, uh, hopefully, I mean, if that's what they're doing for baseball and, and that's what they've done for football and hockey, as far as like making it more fan friendly, funner, like uh, funner, uh, more fun to play. Hey, not not, uh, not a uh, word, but a place. Yeah, is it you, really? Yeah, funner, funner California. Have you not seen the Hasselhoff? Uh... No, I haven't. Yeah, dude, Hasselhoff has this new commercial. I've just seen it. It's like this whole like little montage of like. The Hoff is this, and the Hoff does that, and, mm-hmm. and then it's like, where Jeez. where is this place that that uh, Hoff is having all this fun? You say, and uh, then it's like pigeons fly out, and like you know all this stuff, and it's like funner. It's not a word; it's a place, and it's a uh, funner California, and it looks like you can gamble there and have like a hee haw of a time. What yeah. a hee haw? Yeah, dude, check out. Let's. We should Google this while yeah. we continue. Sorry to interrupt, but like, but you said oh funner. Oh my god! And it just reminded me of that damn commercial. That is so fucking bizarre. Okay, funner. I'm, you know I'm gonna look this up. Yeah, it's so. it's it's, it's uh, not I, at this point. I kind of have to. I thought it was like maybe a known commercial. I, I swung and I missed on the commercial funner. reference, but you know. Yeah. I don't have TV, man. Dude, neither do I. I'm just on the Fire Stick now. I'm just streaming. Oh, I bet you are on that Fire Stick. I'm super funner, California. Super hard on the Fire Stick, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a place. It's a place. It's it's not a word, but it's a place. That's their Only hashtag. Only cool stuff all the time. Yeah. Pamper yourself. Catch a show. Or the try your luck at the tables. Is David Hasselhoff the funner mayor? Yeah, there it is. That can't the be funner real. mayor. Yeah, that can't be real. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It's fuck. I don't. Well, that's way. their that's their advertising yeah, slogan. I got you. Is that David yeah. Hasselhoff is the, the well, mayor of funner? I'll tell you one thing. If these if these rule changes and then the modifications <laughs> on the on the balls that they're using to play the sports. If they're making these sporting events more fun to watch, then I'm all for it, dude. Fuck it. If they're juicing the balls, let them juice the balls. I was just debating. I was like, we should have a balls fucking counter on this on this podcast. How many times have we said balls on this on this particular podcast? It's got to be the record. It has to be more than twenty. Oh, it's I'm I'm already guesstimating thirty nine. 
39 is what you're calling. I'm, you know I'm going to go back and count. We're going to count. Yeah, I'm going to have to. That's balls, what I'm saying. Balls, over 20. Just in case. <laughs> balls, 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 <laughs> Well, now we've got now, yeah. now, for sure. It's, I'm saying it's over 20. We've had some raunchy episodes, wrong. but... <laughs> God damn it. Mike's wrong. Yeah. Balls, 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 balls. <laughs> well, that was, that was the 38th and the 39th, so perfect. Uh, stop. Yeah, 20 minutes, that's it. That's my yeah, guess. Right, that's it. Oh, that's hysterical, man. I'm, now it I'm looks s- like Funder is a real place in California. It right is. Right near Temecula. It is. I've actually heard of it before, but now there's a whole advertising uh, campaign with Hop, and I just thought it might, okay. might have been common lore, but I was It's wrong. between Temecula and Escondido, which means we can hit at least five breweries. Escondido sounds like a remix waiting to happen. I'm in. You know, we're going back to the second <laughs> time. <laughs> we're going back for the second time to uh, Kern River Brewery. Yes. Speaking of breweries, Dude. cannot fucking wait, ladies and gentlemen. We, uh, Roadhouse and I just purchased a case of their uh, double IPA Citra. Uh, it, uh, it's a limited release. It only comes out it only comes out twice a year, um, November and I want to say April or something like it that. Comes out twice a year. Twice a year. I didn't know that. Yeah, I think it's April or March. Some, anyways, a, like tw- twice a year. I know. I'm trying to. I really want to make this a thing. Like once <laughs> a year, we at least once a year we go for one of them. I mean, or we just go on a camping trip. Remember last year, shit was on fire. Yeah, it was. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, you're right. What, what do you mean by that? Dude, they were fi- we took the wrangle up the mu- Sorry. Yeah. I so, no, 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 no. Really quick. I just want to give a background story, yeah, and then you fucking take it over from right there. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, we're going up to uh, Kern River Brewery in uh, Kern River, California. Uh, we're going to go camping out there in the Sequoias. Uh, we, so, we purchased this uh, Citral IPA. We're going to go pick up. We have a pickup weekend, which is next weekend, November 11th um, uh, through the 13th, I believe, or some shit like that. Yeah. And <laughs> so, we're going to pick it up. Hang out. They're coming out with some new beer for like for this weekend because it's a, it's a really big event for this for this brewery, and a uh, bunch of dear friends are going out to camp. Should be fun. Dude. But last year when we went, we're driving up the mountain, and then there was this giant forest fire. Well, I remember when we were camping the night before at the at the base of the mountain at Lake Isabella. We th- we thought it was all cloudy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and it was. We went out fishing that night. That was a fucking blast. And then we uh, we took the Wrangler up. I didn't have the top of the Wrangler. We take the Wrangler up the mountain, and the clouds overhead were not clouds. They were fucking smoke from the fires going up on the redwoods. And we're driving up, dude, and I distinctly remember. I don't know if you felt this the way that I did, but I distinctly remember like driving slowly around a bend, and it felt like flames were shooting out. It just like oh, got hit with heat all of a sudden, and it went away. There and there's just. Firefighters everywhere, yeah. fire all over the place. Honestly, one of the craziest experiences. Oh, for sure. And, and here we helicopter? are driving up the fu- yeah the helicopter. Oh, here we are driving up this fucking this one this two lane road, uh, and we're just going further and further up the mountain, and <laughs> this fire's going on on one side. Then we turn a corner, it's, it's on the other side. It's like what the fuck? And there's this point where like there was this lake off to the side. It was a man made lake. And this helicopter was flying over with one of those giant, um, a bucket, I guess, whatever. Mm-hmm. And like it was scooping up water, flying it right over us because we stopped in the middle of this road because mm-hmm. it was such a thing. And dropping it 200 yards away where you can see these trees just on fire. And we're just like, holy shit. It was just intense. Yeah. And seriously, I, I think uh, I think Roadhouse has got like either photos or video of I have this video thing somewhere. coming over us, dude. It was incredible. I feel like I saw this. I yeah, think you've seen it. No, wasn't for this, sure. Wasn't it was on Snapchat. Towards... Wait, okay, now 
Yeah, some, yeah, no, yeah, you showed it to me. Never mind. I was yeah, like, we, wasn't we, on the. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. Someone but, I saw on the video. I see. Yeah, you've definitely seen the video. I've yeah, shown, for I, sure. I show that shit to everybody. Yeah, it was been a lot of fun, dude. <laughs> yep. But we're going again for the like, second having, time, man. It's, it's gonna, gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, it's gonna, gonna be great fucking oh, time. Dude. This the, brewery, man. One of the, and the trip. best views of any brewery I've been to. The view up there is just so beautiful, especially when the sun's setting, dude. Oh, that patio area that oh, they built. Yeah, remember man, that? We're just hanging out. Gorgeous. It's gonna be fun. Here's the the smoke up there, dude. Oh shit. Yeah, it's pretty. So right now, ladies and gentlemen, Roadhouse is showing uh, Mike a photo of, uh, of well, one of the many photos that that he took during smoke. that time, and it's just <laughs> it's a mountain, it's a forest, and you just see this thick cloud of smoke over it, and thick. it almost looks thick, <laughs> all caps, so thick. and it almost looks like yes. fog or a, a cloud. <laughs> it's just covering this entire mountainside. So it's incredible, insane, dude. That was just incredible. Like, but yeah, we're going back. Cannot wait. Next Friday night or Saturday morning, depending on how things work out, uh, we'll be out there, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm looking forward to that. We will be podcasting that following Wednesday about that experience. So stay tuned. Should be fun. Yes. Yeah. But uh, what else were we going to talk about? Oh, the, the uh, little fight card. Fight card coming up. That's right. New York City. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, fight card. UFC 217. Yep. 217. Headline. George St. Pierre against Michael Bisping. Mm -hmm. It's Uh, not even the biggest fucking. It's not. It's really. I mean, to be honest, those are like. Co main event is what? uh, Is uh, TJ Dillashaw versus uh, Cody Garbrandt. There you go. Then you have Rose Namajunas and uh, Joanna Young Jacek. Young Jacek. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, You just taught me that earlier. Uh, After that, who is it? Well, Johnny Hendricks and Paulo Costa. There you go. They're first. They're first. They're the they, first they fight on the main card. And then it's Wonderboy uh, and uh, Masvidal. Stephen Wonderboy Thompson and uh, Cannot wait for that Mas- fight. Masvidal. That, that, that's where my anxiety and adrenaline is going to kick in. It's like <laughs> right it's fight, fight. Fight two. Fight two yeah. on the main card. Fuck After yeah. that, it's going to be just all adrenaline, all emotions, I mean, and just fucking just craziness. And after the fight card, I'm probably going to pass out early. <laughs> 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 that adrenaline dr- dump is real, man. You just had adrenaline drunk. We all I heard almost it. did. Yeah, we all heard it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, drunk. <laughs> I heard it. It's this. Yeah, adrenaline dump, and I'll probably have a few beers. So maybe not drunk. <laughs> no, I wasn't accusing yeah. you of gonna be drunk. I just no. Well, I'm for sure gonna have some beers though. So I'm gonna be buzzed. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's just gonna happen. So uh, let's uh, let's talk about the main ones. Uh, Jorge Masvidal, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. That's the one that's going to start it off. I mean, I don't know much about the guy that Johnny Hendricks is fighting, so I can't really talk about him. I don't really know. Do you guys know? Yeah, I don't, about I don't him? really know much about him, but uh, apparently he's uh, under. Well, just what Matt told me earlier, which is that he's a ten and zero Brazilian. Yeah, he's Brazilian ten and zero. Oh man, I feel like Hendricks is definitely on the, on, dude, on the downside of his career. Unfortunately, he can't make one seventy, so he's at one eighty five. Kid, twenty six years old. So he just got one eighty five. I, I mean, he's fighting at one eighty five. It's the like, last, like two or three. Yeah, it's like uh, his fighting weight should be at one seventy, and it's like, but he couldn't do it if he was disciplined. And it's like, oh, okay, so just go ahead and don't be disciplined and yeah. fight at one eighty five, like. I don't expect to see like a disciplined Johnny Hendricks in this fight. Like mm-hmm. I expected to see a guy that was like, "Oh, I was finally able to eat what I want and not really work out so hard." Yeah, I think he missed last weight too at 185. Right, I'm right. sure he did it. All right, 185, he missed yeah, weight. I think he did against Tim Bosch. Oh shit, dude, that's that's my whole thing. Like as much as I care about, I mean, Johnny Hendricks is definitely a guy that, especially with the whole um, 
the whole fucking uh, George St. Pierre coming back. His last fight was against Johnny Hendricks. You kind of have that whole thing going on. GSP's fighting for the 185-pound title. Right. So imagine that fight if it would have come like to, to, to fruition. Uh, Johnny Hendricks winning and becoming, oh, I'm next to challenge the fucking belt at 185. And right. it's also a rematch against GSP when that fight ended in like such, such a controversial decision so like Too that sad. that would have been a cool little outcome too but Hendricks is on the downside of his career man unfortunately I mean he's coming off a TK a KO loss against Tim Bosch so fuck that's that's bad dude that, I mean it's yeah, bad because I, he lost but it's also bad because I'm almost certain that he missed weight so he even missed weight at that elevated like going yeah. up the weight then he still missed weight like he went up uh what 15 pounds and still missed weight Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's nutty. I mean, yeah, I I don't I don't see a dedicated fighter in Johnny Hendricks. No offense to him because he's yeah. Uh, Johnny Hendricks officially weighed in at one eighty eight, with the with the limit being a one eighty five. So wow. I don't I don't know. I if I were a betting man, I wouldn't. I would consider putting a small profit on. The, the Brazilian cat, the undefeated kid, yeah. that twenty six years old, Here's my thing: is why would you put Johnny Hendricks on this card? What has he done to deserve to be on the Madison? I, I get, I get why every single mm-hmm. other fighter is on this card. They're all studs, or Andor have deserved it, or have gotten. Somebody might have pulled out, maybe. Like a fight would have pulled well, out. I mean, a lot of people do pull out. Balls. Yeah, balls. <laughs> <laughs> A fight card might not have happened. Maybe somebody couldn't make the fight or make the weight <laughs> or got sick <laughs> and they had a full cool fight. And then um, they were like, let's move up Johnny Hendricks against Homeboy because that's the most – I mean, he's the most – I just feel like he has – I think, I think OSP should have gone up, but he's also fighting a no-name, essentially a no-name. I'd be curious about it, but uh, I feel like it's almost like name recognition. Uh, because yeah, of that Hendricks. whole Johnny Hendricks and GSP – like, Put him on the same card – yeah, I mean, it just... Because it does line them up if they both win to fight next. But it, to me, it's like... Especially if they're on the same like, card. What if George St. Pierre loses the fight, and then Johnny Hendricks wins the fight, and the oh, UFC is like, yo, let's do a rematch. GSP, Johnny Hendricks at 185. And that could at least be like a big fucking thing we can build I mean, up. That's, that's throwing Johnny Hendricks a huge bone. I just don't... I, I don't understand why Johnny if Hendricks... If he wins, though, I but, think it's a but, well-deserved but, bone. But, but hear me when I... When yeah. I hear me out on this one, I, I'm saying... Is that John, like you said? Is that he missed weight? Mm-hmm. Like why? Why? Why does it almost seems like Johnny Hendricks is like the cat of the UFC that just has all these lives? Like he, how many people can lose as many times that he as he has and miss weight as many times as he has and still get these like almost marquee event type of deals? Mm-hmm. Like be a main card on a on a fight night or whatever. Uh, I I don't know what it is uh, about him, but he, he seems to be almost bulletproof to the UFC. Like. Well, no discipline. Dana White usually doesn't tolerate that. He has no patience for fighters like that that miss weight like that. I mean, you can't make a title fight with a guy that misses weight. Well, he, it's like you said, he pro- probably has that name where they can kind of like a slap on the wrist kind of a thing. Well, you got knocked out, so I mean, that's kind of your punishment. Your stock's already going to go down a little bit because you did his last fight against Tim Bosch. He got knocked out and finished, so like that's going to hurt his stock already. So. I don't know if the UFC necessarily kicking him out is really going to do anything. You know, it probably he if anything he has a contract where he's guaranteed a certain amount of fights in that before they can terminate his contract. 
So this might be his second or last fight. I mean, that's usually how it works. Would you put him on the? Would you put him on your on your Madison Square Garden card? You know what I mean? Like the one where you're no, where you've got no. GSP coming back. He and, probably and was. He got, probably was the guy that answered the call, though. You know. I I get, it, but I mean, it's against a it's against a a, a person that we don't know, a no name mm-hmm. Brazilian, and Johnny Hendricks. There's like, I don't know. I'm man. still banking on the fact that it's a lot of that has to do with. Um, with just the fact that he's a, he's a known fighter and also he's got that potential of winning the fight in an exciting fashion. George St. Pierre possibly losing or winning, more than likely losing. Uh, I mean, as far as this outcome happening. And if he loses the fight, then it just becomes a Johnny Hendricks GSP showdown. Yeah, yeah and doesn't I mean all of a sudden he's if he does win the fight, then he's he's a part of the spotlight for this night. Mm-hmm. Right. And all of a sudden people are reminded, oh shit, that's Johnny right, Hendricks. Johnny right. Hendricks is back. And GSP wins. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Revitalize interest, and then people UFC it. I just uh, and and I and I guess that it, it kind of speaks to the, I think what we've talked about in other podcasts, which is that money fights are almost driving the sport as opposed yeah. to like it what's is. deserved. I sure. mean, a freak show fight, and my, I mean freak show with all due respect. Conor McGregor Mayweather is now the highest you know watched fucking combat fight in in boxing and UFC history. So, that alone should speak for itself. I mean, that's just that's what that's what we're going towards. You know, I you, I think I think you guys absolutely hit it on the head uh, because now it's all making sense. The only way that, that it makes sense that Johnny Hendricks gets on this card is because they're trying to set him up mm-hmm. for because who who's uh, say GSP wins this fight mm-hmm. against Bisbing, right? Who's he going to defend the title against in that division against in that murderer's row? Well, he loses every other fight. He loses <laughs> every other fight in that 185 pound division. So uh, 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 a declining Johnny Hendricks that that's come up mm-hmm. to 185. Yeah, if he puts on a convincing performance and wins that, then yeah, that that's, sets up the. I mean, I don't think he's going to, but the, if that happens, yeah. The same way that you know Bisbing uh, kind of dodged that row by saying, "I'm going to avenge my my loss to Dan Henderson." Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a money G- fight. GSP can and say, I'm going to avenge. You know, GSP can say, like, oh, all the, all the haters that say that I lost that fight to Johnny Hendricks, I'm going to, you know, show you guys that I really did win that fight fair yeah. and square. It could happen, dude. It could. So that, that's, sure. that's the only narrative that makes, to me, makes sense mm-hmm. for it's why Johnny happen. Hendricks is on the card. But, but uh, kind of answer the question. <laughs> the, uh, the, the dark horse of the, um, of the fight card uh, is the one that zip. It's just it's the next fight that we need to talk about is that Masvidal versus Wonderboy Thompson. That's the fight that no one's really talking about and everyone should be talking about. Yeah, um, seriously. Just really quick, what's your guys' take and then who who you who you got and then we'll go down, go go down the list. Uh, I think it'd be a main event on most like a, like on a, mm-hmm. on many of other cards. Uh, maybe not a pay per view, but borderline. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, come in. How do you, how do you see yeah. how do you see it going down? I, I I'm just saying uh, I think it's a that worthy of a fight, and I, I see my, I want to just I'm, I'm a Masvidal fan, so I'm gonna just say Masvidal uh, by TKO. Fuck it. Shit, what round? It's a three round fight. Damn, it's only that a three round. That sucks. Mm-hmm. Never mind. I got uh, Wonder Boy by decision. I take it back. No, I don't. I don't think so, man. I think uh, I think Masvidal is really smart, and I think he's gonna be able to figure out uh, Thompson's game a little bit quicker than Thompson be able. To, I mean, after what we've seen, what we've seen with Thompson and Woodley, that like he could not 
he couldn't figure him out. He couldn't break through that shit, man. And I think that Masvidal is smart and he's hungry. He like mm-hmm. every interview, every time he's talking, he's just like driving forward. And you saw, like you mentioned earlier, that fight with Cerrone. Like, dude, Donald Cerrone's a bad motherfucker, and, mm-hmm. and Masvidal fucking went right through him. He did. So I feel like if he can, I would love to see. I would love to see Cerrone Wonderboy too. But I feel like, uh, yeah, Masvidal's gonna. He's gonna figure him out and stomp through him. It's gonna be a great fight, dude. So, uh, what what round? Oh, I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. See, that, I feel like that's tough. I'm not that. I'm not that experienced. Like, oh, we really want Masvidal, and I, I, I think like Masvidal is gonna figure a lot of it out. But I just feel like judges always give Masvidal the short end of the stick. Uh, so, oh man, I hope that that he goes through. Uh, uh, Wonder Boy, just like he does Cerrone, I'm just a little bit concerned that Wonder Boy's defense is just a little bit better. Uh, He's really long and lanky mm-hmm. too. Very similar to, to Cerrone in that sense, but w- w- Cerrone's He's shown a propensity like uh, multiple times where he he can get beat up. Uh, he just got beat up again <sighs> in his last fight. Uh, I mean, certain styles are just bad matchups for Cerrone. A pressure fighter, a guy that, that, that can... Boxing is a yeah. bad style for Cerrone. Exactly. A guy like, with good hands that... Yeah, like the last guy that just beat him, I forget his name, that English kid that mm-hmm. everyone's talking about, yeah. he's also undefeated. He fucking finished him in like two minutes in the first round. Fucked him up. Fucks and it was, all, up. it was all stand-up. It was just like, bo- I mean, not like just boxing, him. but it was more hands than anything else. Uh, the kid's a kickboxer. He doesn't move his head. And he doesn't, so his head and, doesn't move his head. And apparently, somebody said uh, said too that he doesn't fight well going backwards. He can't fight going mm-hmm. backwards. So if you pressure him, then that's like you can't let him get comfortable and set up and going forward. So mm-hmm. I'm, whether that's true or not, I mean, but that yeah. that seemed like a good thing. But Matt Masvidal is the guy that I mean, well, we're talking about Cerrone, but Masvidal is definitely that kind of style where he goes forward, and I think that plays into Wonder Boy a little bit more than it would Cerrone. I agree. I think. I'm just saying, I think that's why Woodley had so much success because he was kind of letting uh, uh, Wonderboy come forward, mm-hmm. and then Woodley was fast enough to really capitalize on um, on the counter because mm-hmm. he wasn't landing combinations on Wonderboy; he was landing one shot, right? And he was dropping him with that one shot right, a few times, you know, a few like times. Looked, yeah, so, he like he was in trouble. Yeah, a couple times. so I think that's why Wonderboy had that much problem because he couldn't take him down; he just couldn't do it. Right. But he was always thinking about the takedown. And every time he would engage, I mean, even if it was one shot as opposed to, I mean, I'm sure Woodley threw like four or five shots, but he would only land one. But so much power, that's all yeah, you really right. need from that guy. And that was hurting him. That's probably why he lost the fight. Masvidal is a guy to really go forward and then not really have that knockout power that Woodley has. Right. So I think that might fall into Wonderboy's uh, style a little bit more because he doesn't really have to worry about being taken down because he probably feels like he can take him down or yeah well you know, I, whatever. after watching the Damian Maya fight mm-hmm. I don't think that that Wonder Boy strategy would be, would be to take it down take him down I think this is going to be a striking style fight um, and I think that Masvidal is is going to be able to land I think both fighters are going to be able to land uh, I see uh, Wonder Boy as a more powerful fighter like mm-hmm. kind of like you said like Ma- yeah. Masvidal is not really known for his knockout power yeah. more technical landing yeah. Um, but yeah uh, it's it's being that it's a three round fight. I I, just, I really see that both of these fighters are professional enough that this is going to go to to the cards. So yeah. hopefully, hopefully wh- whoever is the better fighter gets a fair shake in this. 
I feel like Masvidal's got really great takedowns too, man. That's what I was trying to remember right now. Yeah, his takedowns are so. I mean, yeah, yeah. For, he they're, they're good, and he's one, great on the. He's great. On, I mean, jujitsu wise, he's great on the ground. Yeah, and what's what is Wonder Boy's jujitsu like? Have we seen a lot of that? Not really. He's more like counter wrestler, stand yeah. up and bang. That's yeah. why I think he's gonna do well against Masvidal. I'm, I'm picking Wonder Boy by a really close one. Anti climatic fight. I'm really seeing like their styles are gonna be so. I don't know, like the the the, the way they play into each other. And how good they both are. I don't think they're going to put each other in too much danger. Mm. But I think Warner Boy's going to win a point fight. I really do. But um, that's just me. I also see Either a, way. I also see a point fight. Yeah. It'll, it'll be fun. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. That's that's what I'm calling. But uh, moving on. Okay, we're already at 40 minutes. Um, 45-ish. Yeah. We're we gonna, still got a... Well, we still got to get this night hike in too, man. Um... Let's uh, let's fucking what what fight are we uh, on now? Rose Namajunas. Yes, uh, and Juana Young Jacek. Young Jacek. Did I say that right? I think there's like a little R in there somehow. I don't know exactly, but I Damn. think it's Young Young Jacek. I'm gonna call young her Joanna Champ. Joanna Jacek. Joanna Champ, uh, fighting Rose uh, uh, Namajunas. I think I said her name right. Namajunas. Maybe. <laughs> That's gonna be a fucking great fight. I, Rose is tough. That dude. One, the, Rose is tough. I think Rose is great in the scramble, and that's where she's gonna find a lot of success. That's where she gets most of her takedowns. I mean, takedown submission wins. Kind of in the scramble, kind of when she hurts her opponent. I don't know if she's gonna hurt Yoana, uh, uh, but I think Yoana's gonna do enough to win. So I'm picking Yoana. Yeah, I got it. But Ioana I think as well. this is gonna be the most tested as far as Yoana getting. Getting losing a few rounds, and I think she, I think she will lose at least one or two rounds in this fight. I think I think in the first two rounds it's going to be all. I think the first round will be Joanna. I think rounds two and three is going to go to Rose, and I think Joanna in the fifth and fifth, uh, the fourth and fifth round. I think that being there before knowing what to do and what it takes to get through rounds four and five, I think that's going to come into play, and Joanna's going to win a, a very close fight, but. We'll see how it goes. I don't know. What do you guys take? We'll try to power through these. I hope it turns into a fucking great trilogy. That would be great. You know, I could definitely see that happening because I don't see either one of these women going down and just staying down. You know what I mean? Like, they're both really tough. I, I Both women are very, very tough. I see Joanna being slightly outclassing uh, Rose in this fight. And, She's a little uh, more experienced, too. Right? More experienced. Um... Based the who's who of everybody, uh, Rose has had has struggled with people. I, I mean, I know Rose has evolved uh, her game and everything, but uh, she she's, I mean, she's just lost to some people that Joanna is embarrassed. Uh, and yeah, I just see, I see, the champ is a uh, you know like a Demetrius Johnson style fighter of of that division, like just kind of like in a league of her own compared to like some of these other people, like. Uh, Claudia, uh, Gaia, whatever her name is, Claudia Gaia, the one that she's, mm-hmm. she's already lost to her twice, but like the number two, uh, person in the division who's yeah. already lost to her twice is like, that's like, to me, her toughest matchup. And she already kind of like passed that test twice. And so I don't see, uh, Rose. I, don't, I don't see Rose being the one that, 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 uh, solves that equation. I can see that. I don't no. think so either, man. I, that's why I'm definitely agreeing with you. But I, I do believe Rose will be champion one day. I mean, she's she's young. She's like younger than 25. 
as long as she keeps her head on straight and doesn't get any serious injuries, I think she will be champion before 30. Or at least, I, I don't, because I don't think Joanna's going to be around for that long. How old is Joanna? 31, 32? Oh, shit. I, I didn't know that. I could be wrong. I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't know. She's 30. 30. So, sure. yeah, I mean, in five years, you know, she's 35, she, she might still be around, but maybe not champion anymore. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. But uh, moving on, TJ Dillashaw, Cody Garbrandt. That's going to be a fucking fight. That's yeah, probably my fight. favorite that's, fight. That's my yeah. fight of the night. That's yeah. my fight for sure. God, I love how we all agree on that. That's how exciting this shit is. Yeah. There's so much animosity and fucking just build up behind this fight that it'd be crazy if, you know, if it weren't. I mean, shit, dude. Garbrandt, Dillashaw. There's a story behind it. They're both at the peak of their game right now. I mean, yeah. Garbrandt's still pretty young too, but yeah. as of right now, he's yeah. I mean, he's never looked better. Yeah, you know, uh, Dillashaw definitely has a lot of um, uh, uh, tricks up his sleeve. You know, with his very, counter striking and they well trained before. Fighter. Yeah, exactly. On paper, he's a better wrestler, but I mean, that's only on paper. Right. Um, and fucking Garbrandt beat the shit out of I mean, didn't beat the shit out of him, but he beat up Dominic he beat Cruz. Beat up Dominic Cruz. He now, beat up Dominic Cruz. He made it look made it look easy, you know. So, what do you guys yeah. got? Based on, I mean, if if you were to just go based on how they fought Dominic Cruz, you probably have to go Garbrandt. Uh, I personally see that Dillashaw being the more technical fighter in this one mm-hmm. and having enough power to kind of keep Garbrandt at bay as opposed to like Dominic Cruz I don't think has the same amount of power that Dillashaw has mm-hmm. uh, so and or like the, the the tools in terms of like the kicking and, and think, think different things like Cruz is just kind of more or unorthodox with his movement anyways long story short uh, I want to pick Garbrandt but I, I'm actually picking uh, Dillashaw just okay. with like experience, uh, being the less less cocky, rash one, uh, and yeah, I'm just I'm just going with the the more overall well rounded to me the, the the more overall well rounded fighter in this fight. Uh, All right. Who yeah, based on some embedded stuff too that I that I saw that based on like how they practice together, uh, it seems that TJ uh, got the best of him in practice is mm-hmm. the way that he was talking about it. So. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Brooks? Um, I feel I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, and side with no love on this one, man. I, I feel like uh, even though, you know, maybe Dillashaw is a little bit more technical, uh, Garbrandt, not only can he, can he, like, fucking stand up and bang, but I, he's tough as fuck, but he's smart, he's young, he's hungry as shit. Every time, you know, he's just, I don't know, man. I don't see I don't see Dillashaw getting the best of him. Uh, I could I, dude. It's, we'll see. I, I don't know. That's what makes this fight awesome too, is because I mm-hmm. absolutely when I hear that I go, yeah, yeah you're pr- you're actually probably right. But I can't, yeah, but I, I can't. That's what I was thinking. You, know, you were right. saying that too. Yeah, it's I, a good fight. I like I like both I like both sides of this argument. That's mm-hmm. that's the cool thing. Like I don't. I, don't I mean, that's what that makes the fight so exciting, though, is the yeah. fact that we don't really know who's gonna win, but yeah. we know it's gonna be a great fight. Yeah. We know. I mean, I know that for sure. I, I she, think. I hope Cody doesn't yeah. knock him out in the first round. I oh really hope he doesn't. Do I really that. don't like it when that happens. Like yeah. even the nice Cerrone fight. Like, I mean, you know what? That was a little bit more. If it's, uh, if it's in like the I, later I, round, later of the it, later of the first. If round. it's so one sided that it was just okay, he was going to get knocked out in the eventually because it was just like a beat down. Uh, the Forrest Griffin Anderson Silva is the one that I, comes to mind. It was he beat him up in the first like minute or two, but. It was so obvious that he was going to do that, that it was it was like, oh, okay, well, he just outclassed him. 
But if it's like one of those lucky punches where they're both exchanging and then as you know Dillashaw is getting out of the pocket because he's going to set up his next counter, Garbrandt just decides to throw a left hook just because it, at that moment that's just what felt right. And he knocks him out. That Those are the ones that get to me. Because it's like, fuck, dude. Like, there's still more fight. You know what I mean? It was very competitive. And I loved. I would love to have seen what kind of happened. Jose Aldo Conor McGregor. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's at all No, I get it, man. But, like, I, I would love to have seen that go a little wanted, bit longer. I wanted to see I more think of that fight, too. I'd love... I just want to see uh, McGregor solve. I mean, he was—he already solved the puzzle. But I want—I would love to see Aldo land a few shots and kind of see how McGregor adjusts to that. Like, see some, oh, of, some of those leg kicks that Aldo has. You know, I you would know. love to have seen that, but I mean, we didn't get to see it. So yeah. But uh, but go, going back to the Dillashaw um, uh, Garbrandt fight, um, I'm siding with you, man. I I I, I think uh, I think Dillashaw is going to do enough to win. I think he's going to get dropped, though. I do think he's going to get dropped get, yeah. in the first, I, I maybe can second see round. I can see him but I think he's going to pull back. I think he's going to really mix up his wrestling more in this fight. Because those last like three or four fights, they've all been stand-up. Like, mainly stand-up. And I think a lot of that has to do with Dwayne, Dwayne Ludwig, you know, which right. is great because he's been doing amazing. But I think he's a smart enough fighter to know that going into it, and only standing up against Garbrandt, which is Garbrandt's only way to win. Right. Especially really. With his hands. Not really out with his hands. Like his, his best punch is literally his best punch. Right. You know. So I think uh, Dillashaw's smart enough to know that. And going into it, I think he's going to incorporate more of his wrestling, which is something that I don't think Dillashaw is really expecting. Because Dillashaw's probably going into it thinking, I'm sorry, Garbrandt, Garbrandt's, Garbrandt's going, going into it with the mindset of, this guy's going to stand with me, I'm going to knock him out. And hopefully Dillashaw is at least thinking, I'm going to wrestle him a little bit, get him a little bit tired, and then work my striking. I, I was going to say, say my, my, uh, my bold prediction on this fight is uh, TJ Dillashaw by knock, by, by a head kick. That'd be pretty badass. I have a funny feeling he, he's going to find that, that head kick and knock That out. would be pretty cool. But yeah, so that's my, that's my pick. We'll see how it goes. Um, stay tuned. Saturday, man. It's going to be a fucking great fight. And that following weekend, we're going to be in Lake Isabella, dude. Fucking just getting drunk off of delicious nectar from the gods. Curb River Brewery. It's going to be amazing. Uh, so moving on. GSP. The Michael Bisbing. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to dive into it really quick. Um, we got to get going soon. Uh, I got I got Bisbing in this, dude. I think Bisbing's going to outbox GSP. I think GSP bit off a little bit more than he can chew. Unfortunately, I just I'm not saying he's not it's not gonna be competitive. I don't think Bisbing's gonna knock him out or make him look silly. I just think he's gonna beat him up. I think he's gonna show that I'm a bigger guy, I've been doing it a little bit longer. Um, your wrestling might be effective in the first couple rounds, but in the third, fourth, and fifth round, I think I'm gonna figure out your timing a little bit better and I'm gonna catch catch you a little bit more and I'm gonna make it harder for you. Turn it into a stand up fight. Um, I'm calling late stoppage to a decision. But like if it's a stoppage, it'll be like in the fifth round. Um, it'll be probably end up being Michael Bisping. That's my call, though. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if George can come back and fucking put it on. Now, I think we've talked about ring rust on this podcast before, but do you? I mean, this is four years removed too. That's a long time. I'm not long calling. Time. I'm not calling ring rust. I, I mean, I, I don't think it, if he loses, I don't think it's because of that. I honestly do think that Bisping is just that good. He doesn't get enough credit. He's that good. I mean, he knocked out Luke Rockhold, you know, he fucking, on paper, he knocked out Anderson Silva, he's, he's good, dude, he's good, he's good, 
Um, and George St. Pierre is also fucking great too. You know, I just think there is a size difference though. I think that's going to wear on him. I think Bisbing is going to be able to output more. Um, I mean, because he's a heavier guy, I think that's going to end up wearing on GSP a little bit more in the later rounds. Right. You know, there's uh, he's going to take him down a couple times, but Bisbing will get up. And he's going to take him down again, and then Bisbee will get up. And that's going to happen over the course of the you know, first couple rounds. And then by the third and fifth and the third and fourth round, I really believe George is going to be fucking like you know, a little bit more tired. Like, fuck. It takes me a lot more effort to get this guy down because he's naturally bigger than the opponents that I'm used to in a, in a real fight, in a fight, you know? And, I, and because of that, I think he's going to feel fatigue a little bit sooner than he's used to as well. How, how's Bisbee's jiu-jitsu game? I mean, he's. I don't, think, I don't know if he's ever been submitted, dude. He's. Uh, I was wondering. I can't. I don't feel like I've, I've. I've seen any highlights of Bisbing getting. Well, he has submitted. been submitted. Luke Rockhold submitted him with a guillotine, but uh, that was after he got like. Yeah, he got head kicked. Up a little yeah, bit. yeah, he got head kicked. Um, but still, dude. Um, his jujitsu solid. It's good. Okay. Not bad. Just, just curious. It's definitely not bad. But uh, so I don't know. Who do you guys got? Man, I, it's crazy because we talked before this how I used to be a GSP fan. Like yeah. I, he was like kind of like my favorite. So I, I feel like yeah, it's it's been four years removed. So it's 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 almost like four. I don't know. Long story short, I feel like once I actually see GSP back in the ring, I'm going to be a fan of his. So because of that, I'm going to go GSP uh, in the first three rounds uh, via stoppage of some sort. Obviously, either mm. submission. I'm I'm going to go by a submission actually. That's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say uh, similar to Rock Cold uh, strikes to submission. I got you for sure, man. Uh, and with, for no for, for no no other reason because I'm just a fan. <laughs> Not <laughs> there's no uh, there's no argument to what you're saying. It's I got just you. blind mm-hmm. loyalty. Yeah, I dig that. <laughs> Rhodes? I don't know. I feel like uh, it's been a long time since GSP's been in the ring. Yeah. You know, Bisbing is pretty fucking confident. How many wins does he have in a row now? How many times has he defended that belt? Three, four? Two, two, two defenses, I guess two you defenses? call it, right? Wait, wait. Henderson and... Uh... Who, what? What happened? Uh, Bisbing defenses? Bisbing defended mm-hmm. title? I think once. It's just the Henderson one? Yeah, because no. he, he beat Rockhold and then defended it. Yeah, so that's, that's the thing about, about Bisbing. Oh, I don't know. I feel like he's just always so confident. He just feels like he's carrying this weight about him. Right. Which I personally, I don't quite understand. Like, I feel like it's just a matter of time until he's just kind of lucky. But he's definitely uh, avoiding the tougher fights, I think. That, yeah. Okay, that's he, a better way to be put it. That's why the 13th that's why ranked opponent in the division at the time. Which is why I think he's, that's why I think George. Anderson. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Who, all right, let me. Last thing on this for, for my end here is too is that if this fight goes to a decision and it's a close fight, it's it's GSP's fight in mm-hmm. my opinion because that's that's the the draw I think. Yeah, no. They're trying Vegas. To, at least that's what you like I said wants. earlier in the podcast. Vegas has got their hands in everything. Do we know what the odds are right Baseball, now? Baseball, basketball, it's really, football. It's a really good question. Combat sports. Let me see. I gotta know what the odds are. Yeah. Gotta follow the money. Who you, who you got? You already said. Uh, I got. got Biz Bing, I got. Right? I got Biz Bing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think he's gonna win. But like, yeah, I could be wrong. We'll see. Shit, I don't know. Well, I just. Really know. I guess it's uh, nothing else to do besides go watch the uh, the city riot, right? So we're going on a yeah. night hike. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are about to go to Deadwood <gasps> right now after just a few tacos, and <sighs> it should be a lot of fun. 
Should be a lot of fun. Uh, if you don't hear from us in a few weeks, please let everybody know that our last place that we went to for sure was Deadwood. Mm-hmm. Chatsworth Chase Park. Chatsworth Park. The real place. Yeah, right? <laughs> so in case we go missing, you know where to find us. Um, we also need to broadcast this before. Yeah, that. seriously, right? I have to use the restroom so Post bad. It. Uh, yeah, so that's it. Kern River trip next week. We'll definitely have a podcast. We're podcasting next week before that. So we'll Can definitely we talk about on some more site stuff. up there or on location. I would definitely try. That'd be a lot of fun. I'm gonna look into that. Yeah, that's that good. Idea. More questions while he has to pee. Yeah, no, I can't think. Uh, yeah, so ladies and gentlemen, have a great night, guys. Anything you want to say? Before? Can you tell? Talk to me about osmosis. Definitely cannot. <laughs> <laughs> good night, everyone. Good. Yo.